0: Hey, what's up, friends? Thanks for joining us. You're listening to 10 Years War by Undefeated Speaker. This podcast features motivation, storytelling, and wordplay to give you realistic tools to help you on your life's assignment. Remember to follow us at Undefeated Speaker and check out the new album, Grandmaster, available on iTunes and Spotify. And now, the next episode of 10 Years War. This was the hardest episode to complete y'all. When I started Motivational Speaking back in 2015, I really was just afraid of being called out or exposed as some sort of liar. And, And even though at that time, I was beginning to change my life and I was turning it around for the better, even though I was beginning to walk finally in my purpose, understanding why I was alive and what I was meant to do. I was helping students chase their dreams. I was helping people find direction in their life and I was doing good things. I always had that voice of shame from the past in my ears saying, you're not good enough. You're a pretender. This isn't who you really are. I had that voice of regret and disappointment in my ear saying, yeah, okay James, you're motivating people and that's all good. But, but for you, your best days are behind you. You're stuck in life. You've hit a wall. You're at the point of no return. I mean, look where you are. Look where you should have been. And every time I would teach a class or I would be called to speak somewhere or I would just have a conversation with somebody I would speak life into them, I would have that voice. I had to face it, and the voice would always say, yeah, but you remember when you were in LA, doing this, going there, hanging with those people? The voice said, James, I remember. I remember all of it. What you did, what you said, where you went, your lowest times, your mistakes, your missteps, your flaws, I remember all of it. Now, the voice never said, but I saw you get back up when you were knocked down. No, the voice would never say that. The voice would never say, I saw when you were at your lowest point and you got back to the top. Nope. The voice that's in your head never tells the full story. It takes a scene, a small scene from your life, some sort of small little chapter, and it puts it on repeat for you. The voice of the past is behind you. Wait, I gotta slow that down for you. The voice of your past is behind you. And you would think as we move further, move further away from our past, that voice would get smaller. And I believe it does over time, but you get back up, right? You decide to get up out of wherever you are, out of your anxiety, out of the bed of your depression, out of your past mistakes, those bad relationships, and you keep moving forward. But as you are leaving your past, That voice gets louder because it doesn't want to be left alone. Oh yeah, your past is alive in your mind when you dwell on it, when you revisit it, when you relive it, and the voice of your past wants your company. It wants your attention. That's why it keeps knocking at that door. It wants your time and your energy, and I'm telling you, keep moving forward. Keep walking in your purpose. Looking at your purpose is leaving your past. Can I say that again? Looking at your purpose moving forward means you're walking away from your past. The past is a liar. Okay, we're going to start this episode off, right? Go ahead and write that down. The past is a liar, right? The past is a liar because it says that's who you are. And I'm saying, no, no, that's who you were. The past is a liar. It's always trying to remind you, hey, this is who you are. No, no, no. That's who I was. Okay, I'll prove it to you. No one's ever gone up to a beautiful butterfly and said, hey, nah, man, I see you butterfly. You over here, you used to be a caterpillar. Weren't you a caterpillar? I remember you from your cocoon days, bro, when you was doing your cocoon things. (laughs) Yeah, you was doing your cocoon things. No, uh, no one's ever gone up to a butterfly because now it's a new creation and that's you. You don't bring up the past when you're looking at the present. The butterfly, yes, it was not a cocoon. Yes, it was a caterpillar doing caterpillar things. Yes, it was a larva doing larva things. It used to hang with larvas. It used to eat larva things. It had a larva mindset, right? But it changes. And can't you see the difference between what I was and who I am now? And that's you. That's you. you got to say that to yourself. I know the difference between who I was. And I know that who I was is not who I am. Mm, come on, we're going to start this episode off right. How loud is that voice for you now? Reminding you of what happened or what should have happened, reminding you of your mistakes, but let me remind you that you made a mistake, but you were not made a mistake. Oh, I every time love that. You made a mistake, but you were not made a mistake. And I need you to know the difference. And maybe for some of you, your voice always isn't inside that voice, right? Maybe that voice for you is a real person, that's vocally speaking death into your life. Is it a coworker? Yeah. See, I'm I'm glad she didn't get that position. I'm glad. I'm glad they was. I see. I'm glad that it happened to him because he Because he didn't deserve that position. No way. Is, it, is that is that have you heard that voice before? Or maybe it's maybe it's the mother of your children. Yeah. See, your dad doesn't love y'all. Your dad is a horrible father and it's his fault you don't have what you need because he doesn't take care of you, he's never there for you, he left us. Oh, come on, let's talk about it. Who's that voice in your life speaking death into your situation, right? Who is that voice for you? Maybe it's not internal, maybe it's external, maybe it's a real person, right? And I don't know which voice is worse, the internal voice of doubt or the external voice of you're not good enough. You weren't there for us. But all I know is that voice is a liar. The person the, the, the person that's in your life, they can't see how amazing you're becoming. And don't let the people of your past keep you there. Don't let the people of your past keep you there. Don't let the memory of misery steal your victory. Ooh, wait. <laughs> Don't let the memory of the misery steal your victory. Keep going. It's still your victory. Wait, because you steal your victory, but it's still your victory. Man, come on. Y'all playing with me. The same voice was in my ear this week. And last episode, I asked you to add it up. Add it up. What was the cost? Write it down. How much you spent on your hobbies and how much money have you how much money you devoted to your habits, right? How much was spent on your hobbies? How much was spent on your habits? Okay. And this was tough, y'all. Did you do it? Did you did you do it? Looking at these numbers, man, I wanted to throw up. I just oh god. Oh gosh. And I I especially was convicted this week in my heart cuz I was reading this commentary by Dr. Tony Evans he's a really awesome speaker. I've I've tried to to funnel a lot of his ideas before just because he's he's really inspirational, but he says if you really want to know where your heart is, just look at your credit card statement. Oh, no no. Oh god, no. No, if you want to know where your heart is, look at your credit card statement. Where your money goes, that's where your heart is. Oof. Oh no. Where you spend your money is where your heart lives. Okay, 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 okay. Here's the bad news. I went to Chase. I went to my Chase account. I'm looking on my phone and then on my computer. I opened up an Excel spreadsheet. Yes, Excel. And I never use Excel. Even Excel on my computer was like, "Hey, man, you sure you want to use us? Cause like you ain't never used us." <laughs> I was trying to, how do, how do you work Excel, right? So I'm trying it. I haven't I haven't used it since 2008, right? But here we are. It's Wednesday afternoon this week. And I told my listeners, I said, okay, I told them to add up all their, all their habits and all their hobbies and break it down. I broke mine down into a couple of different categories. I had the undefeated speaker category. I had my bills category. I had my fast food category, my credit card category. Then I just had one column labeled trash, right? And I'm going through my bank account, I'm filling out all this information, and it hurts. It hurts looking to see where your money's going. It sucks to see a bill or a receipt or some sort of charge and think, well, I didn't need that. (laughs) James, you did not need that. I didn't want that. I didn't even really want that. I bought it, but I didn't want it. Or I don't even remember that. I don't, I don't even remember that. What is, what is this from? What, where is this from, James? Why are you doing this, right? And all, but all of it, all of that funnels to the very same question, which is what I, what I wanna ask you today. Where would you be if you spent less on your hobbies and more on your habits? Where would you be in your life right now if you spent your money differently? Now, I'm challenging you to do this. If you if you didn't do it, that's okay. That, w- that was your homework, but here's your extension, right? And it's not fun, but it's part of your growth. Now, I'm not going to actually share the real numbers with you, but you can, you can already guess it, y'all. You know, I'm not going to be fake. You can guess it. You know that for me, the money was mainly spent on credit card bills, fast food, and then that, <laughs> that trash column that I said we weren't going to talk about, right? <laughs> I told you I'm not going to talk about it. Okay, but let's talk about it. I compare those columns with the undefeated speaker column, okay, because the undefeated speaker that's doing this, that's that's where the purpose of your life is, right? And I kind of had this just realization, this almost but a breakdown, this epiphany that James, do you see, this is how it is when you're not fully living in your purpose. Yes, yes, you're doing good things in some areas, but you're not doing all that you can. And it's okay to have hobbies. Remember I said it's okay to have hobbies, but how much of your money is spent on your hobbies versus your habits, things you do versus who you are? Mm. And I hope that for you, seeing it in black and white, seeing how much your hobbies are costing you, how much your hobbies are robbing you. Ooh, oh, let's talk about it and and i I wonder what's gonna change for you in the next couple of months for me'm okay now it's now you see it, right? now you're not blind to it. The past happened, okay? you've gotta stop the bleeding now and make an action plan now, for some of you, an action plan is i'm gonna try harder i'm gonna do better. That's not an action plan. An action plan has real steps that you take toward a realistic goal, okay. You can't just say, well, I'm going I'm to I'm do what I got to do. No, that's not, that's not an action plan. So if you're going to try to move your money from primarily on your hobbies and moving it to your habits, what are you actually going to do? What are those steps? That's your action plan, okay? But that's up to you. You've got to write it down, make it plain, go back to episode one, right? Remember, start today. And when you know better, you begin to do better. Ask yourself, I mean, when you, look at, when you look at your finances and you're saying, wow, is that my heart? I mean, <laughs> let's call it out, James. Is your heart in Wingstop? No, but it's going to hurt your heart. <laughs> right? Because you fast food. Okay, you don't get it. My heart should be in my assignment. My heart should be in my purpose. Look at where you are. Look at where you're spending your money and that's where you're going to find your heart. Okay, but remember, I do not want to be fake. I just, I don't wanna be fake. All I can do is share my story and get back on my journey, okay? Now for me, I've read the the Dave Ramsey book called Total Money Makeover. If you haven't read it, check it out, especially if you're having financial problems. He gives you real steps for getting yourself out of debt and making your money work for you. Now I'm following his process right now and it's just that, it's a process, okay? which means I can't preach to you on how to get out of credit card debt or how to get your finances in order because that's the that's process I'm going through right now, okay? That would mean be, I would be fake to you if I'm telling you what to do in that regard and I, have, I, haven't even, I haven't even done it myself, right? But here's what I can do. I want to help you focus on this episode about the provision division. Oh yeah, here it is. Here it is, here here it is. That's the title of the episode, The Provision Division. We say, man, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more money. I wish I had more connections. I wish I had more opportunities. Don't you say that? "I I, I wish I had this, I wish I had that. But remember in episode two, I said, use what you have. And I started thinking about my life. I wish I had more time, but James, you've had 36 years. I wish I had more money. You've had several James, you've had tens of thousands of dollars at several times in your life and I wish I had more connections. but look at you James, you've worked at a radio station. you pitched a, sh- a comedy show to Fox. you did that. There are currently three different college presidents that know you that know you on a first name basis. I mean I, well okay okay well then I, I wish I I wish I was in shape James. there have been times where you were in shape, you were rocking it. Well, I wish I I wish I ha- I wish I had more wishes. <laughs> is that you? I wish I had more wishes. <laughs> Bro, you already had it. And what did you do with what you had? Here's my theory, right? Here's the equation that I'm talking about. We want more, but all we have is all we have. That's the provision. What you have right now in your life, that is your provision. <laughs> Let me break it down for you. You're chasing a dream that I think you're already living. I think you missed that. You are chasing a dream that you're already living. You already have provision. Now you have it now, the thing you want to do with your life or that success that you're chasing, I think you have it now. You just can't discern it. Mm. You don't see it until it's taken away. You don't understand it. You don't appreciate it till it runs out. The dream you are chasing, you are already living. Life gives you opportunity, obstacles, right? Experiences, life gives you moments, money, memories, misery, ups, down. Life gives you lemons. What are you doing with the provision? Everything that life gives you, that is your provision. It's already provided. Well, man, you know I sure am thirsty. Well, you have lemons. Man, I can't drink lemons. Okay, yeah, bro, but you can make lemonade with the lemons. Oh, well, I mean, I I have to make it? Yes, you have to make it with what you have. You want a lemonade? You say you're thirsty. Well, all I got is lemons. Yes, then use what you have. Oh my gosh. You you, you see what I'm talking about? You are already you already have provision. Maybe you're just not using it correctly. Ooh. Whatever you have in your life, that is your provision. You're wanting something else, but you're not using what you have to make something better. Your race, your skin tone, your blemishes, your family background, your nationality, your language, your location, your body, your shape, your gender. Why you? Why do you, why do you have these things? Why do these things? Why, why you, right? All of the things that make you you, all the things that happen to you, that's what life gives you. That's what life gave you. Well, why did my parents get divorced? Why do I have this flaw? Why do I have to struggle with this addiction? Or why did my family have this type of addiction or this circumstances or this curse? Or, or why me and why was I given this life? And those are all good questions, but they're not the right question. What will you do with the provision? I give my students the what, so what, now what test, okay? I give my students the what, right? They, they have to write down the what. What happened? What happened to you, right? In your life, what happened to you? Then they talk about the, the so what. So what does that mean? Now, that, now you know that that's the what that happened to you. So what does this mean? What are the consequences? What are the ramifications? What, do, what does that mean for you? and then you write down the the what are you going to do about it right and this is the so i I tell you to do this I, I, this isn't my assignment but i give it to my kids right the, the the what so what now what right now the the last part the most important part right cuz it's not all it's not always about the what yes it happened it's not always all about the so what okay so what does this mean for you but it's really primarily about that third step the what the now what now what are you going to do about it now what are you ask yourself Okay, this happened to me. This is what life gave me. Now, what are you going to do about it? Hmm. Don't spend your life complaining, comparing. That was me always complaining. Well, why did this happen to me? Or why did I have to go through that? Or with well, this situation that, I was, that happened to me? And I'm telling you to spend more time finding the solutions to reach the life you dreamed. Because maybe you're already living it now. You will find that when you're focusing on the solution in the problem, you have more power than you realize. Can I say that again? You'll find that focusing on the solution in the problem, you have more power than you realize. Isn't that what exponents do? <laughs> you, you remember exponents from math class? They keep their number but increase in value to the next power. They increase to the next power when they find their real value. Ooh, Do the math on your own life. You can solve for why, but why are you still tripping over your ex? Okay, these are math bars here. (laughs) Did you catch that? Add it all up. You already have the provision. You were born for such a time as this. And you say, I wish my life was different. But that's up to you. I wish I was in shape. But that's up to you. I wish I had I wish I had this life that I see on Instagram or I wish I wish I had that car or I wish I had what she has or I wish I had who she has right that's all up to you I think that you're living the life you're chasing now but you are living the dream that you're chasing you're already living it you just don't see it you don't appreciate it when you start to really see what you truly have, I mean you somebody wants to be you right now, you don't think that right? you're scrolling through Instagram looking or you're on social media, you're looking at your people from high school or college or work, and you're saying, man they have it good or I wish I could be that person, and somebody is looking at you saying, Man, I wish I was that person. he's such a good father i wish i I wish I had that same thing or i wish i would I wish I was this person, I wish I was that person. somebody wants to be you huh The provision. How many people have used their background and their life story and made something better because of what they went through? I'll wait. Last year, I was going through the hardest moment in my life. And I remember my mom saying, James, just count your blessings. Now, that's something that I feel that old people say, old churchy people say, oh, you know, count your blessings. Count your blessings. (laughs) Until you actually start to count your blessings. Every single breath, everything that could have gone wrong and didn't go, the people in your life that are still alive, that love you, the impact that you make on others. If you were to die today, how that would affect them. And that's what I did, I started counting every blessing. I literally wrote it down, everything that I counted as a blessing, right? And I just started bawling. And y'all, I hate crying. You know I hate crying, but I just started bawling. And I kept thinking, well, why did that happen to me? I don't know, James. I don't know. But it happened for you. It's not a problem. It's provision. I want you to tell yourself that when you're going through these storms, when you're going through struggles, it's not a problem. It's provision. It didn't happen to you. Oh, come on. It happened for you. I don't know why it happens. But I know that it happens for you. Now go, use that to inspire your students. Now go, use, go and use that situation. Go and use your life story to show them that the words of an enemy cannot kill your destiny. Oh, go and show them that, that, that God is still real, that favor still exists. I mean, it's provision. The things that are happening to you, they're not always problems. They are provision. You have them. Now, what are you doing with them? What about you? This is my story, but this is still your journey. And everything happening to you is happening for you. And it sucks. It sucks that the mother of your mother of your children is venomous. It sucks that you lost someone close to you that said that they would be there and they walked away or they betrayed you, right? It's Or they even passed away during this COVID situation, right? It sucks. It sucks that they walked away or it sucks that someone that said they were gonna marry you and spend their life with you, they decided that you weren't good enough for them, ooh. I mean, are we gonna are we gonna talk about it or are we gonna be fake about it, right? It sucks that you that you were accused of this. It sucks that you lost that job, or it sucks that this happened to you, or that you that you gained weight, after you said you would never go back and you, you gained weight again. It sucks. But will you make something better out of what was supposed to leave you bitter? Isn't wait. <laughs> You're missing it. Y'all better stop playing with me. <laughs> will you make something better out of your life? when it was supposed to leave you bitter. Wait, isn't that how lemonade is made? You have those lemons, don't you? That's your provision. Okay, that's the first part. The provision, division, right? But it's the provision, division, that's the first part. The provision is what life gives you. The division part, let's talk about it. I started realizing, them. the provision's what I'm given. The division is where I place the provision, okay? That's where I place it. You have money now. You already have money now. Maybe you don't have as much money as you want, but you have it now. Where do you spend it? You have time now. Maybe you don't have the time that you want cuz you're in school or you're working on this degree or you're in here you're doing that or you maybe you have you're working two jobs. Come on. That was that was me. I was working three jobs. You don't have as much time as you want, but you do have time. Where's your time going? What about your resources? How are you dividing your resources? How are you dividing your time? How are you dividing your money? How are you dividing your energy? You have them, but where are they going now? What you have, that's the provision. The division parts, where is is it going? You have it, but where is it going? You have the provision, but where are you putting it? The biggest example of the provision division is not my own. It's one that many of you have heard, many of you have read. And I'll tell it to you right now. I want you to re-look at this story. A man was going on a long journey and he called three of his servants to look after his property and his finances while he was gone. He gives one servant five talents. He gives one servant two talents. And the other servant, he gives one talent. Now the man leaves and he's away for some time. And in his absence, the servant with the five talents, he takes that money, right, because talent talent was referring to money. The, The man with the five talents takes that money and he immediately starts to flip it, invest it, make some some different deals happen, and he ends up with 10 talents. He took the 5 and turned it into 10. Okay? The servant with two talents takes those two and does something similar. He takes a, takes the two and turns it into four, right? He's just grinding. He's hustling, he's working, right? Now, the third servant, the servant that was given the one talent, he says, "Man, I know my that boss is tough, man, but I I know he's harsh." What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna bury it. I'm just gonna bury the one talent, that way it's safe keeping, because I don't want this man asking me about this money when he comes back, right? Now, I gotta pause here. <laughs> I gotta pause the story here. I want you to notice that the the man, the owner, the king, whatever you wanna call him, he gives his servants five talents, two talents, one talent. Now that's eight total, right? If you divide it equally, it would have been two point six 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 seven, right? But one servant got five, and the other servant got one. Is that fair, man? Hold on, hold on, wait, man, wait. I I wonder what the third servant was saying, man. Hold on, you telling me, you telling me, Leroy got five, Jesse got two, and I got one. You tell it, you you think that's fair? You really? I mean, this this is messed up, man. That's just messed up. Is it fair, or? Did the man, the king, whatever you want to call him, did he really know his servants pretty well? You've heard the quote that says, "Too much to whom much is given, much is expected. Why does he get five? That doesn't seem fair. Man, I only got one talent, man. That's messed up. But the provision, <laughs> the provision is they were given different talents, but they were all given something. The division is what did you do with what you were given? And I love telling this story because he buried it. He buried it. What did he, he, okay, he buries the talent. Then, okay, now he has no talent, but he has time. What did he do with the time? What did he do with his time? While, while the other two people were out there, while they were working, what were you doing? He didn't even he didn't even try to learn how to flip the talent. He didn't go to the person with the five and say, hey man, let me show me, okay, you took your five and took it into ten. Show me what you're doing. He didn't go to the person with the two and say, okay, you took your two and turned it into four. Okay? He didn't he didn't even do that. He's not even trying to learn. Here's the division. You didn't work, you didn't learn, you didn't try, you didn't grow, you did nothing, and you were given something. Yes, it was less, but you did even less with it. (laughs) And you, this is for you now. I don't know why you were given the life you were given. The life you have, I don't know why. But what are you doing with it? Yes, you were raised by a single parent. Yes, you didn't have the best childhood. Yes, it was harder for you to learn. Or yes, you weren't the best in sports. Or yes, you weren't Mr. Popularity. Or yes, you didn't have your figure right the way you wanted to, right? Yes, you struggle with anxiety. Come on, come on! Yes, you struggle with anxiety. Yes, you had weight problems. Yes, you had depression. Yes, you have addiction in your life. Yes, it mean you had to work a little bit harder, right? Yes, people said some mean, messed up things about high school that you're still holding on to. Mm, mm. Yes, you were betrayed by people you love, but what are you doing with what you were given? I go back to this story all the time, right? It sucks that you weren't given five, but you were given one, right? The one talent in your life represents what you were given. What did you do with what you were given? I hate that. I hate the story because you buried it. Some of you have buried what you were given, some of you, I know some of you can sing and you ain't sang a lick. Some of you are great writers. You ain't wrote, oh, I was about to cuss. You ain't wrote nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's the, I'm going to keep this PG, right? Some of you have been given talents, given money, given time, and you're not using it. You're burying it. You're burying it in your hobbies. Come on. Because your hobbies are for you. They ain't for nobody else and you are spending more time in your hobbies and less in your habits. Your habits, your purpose, your assignment, that's for you to help other people and you're hoarding it. You're hoarding your assignment for you and it's not for you, it's for you to help other people. That's why you were given that. That's why you were given that type of family, for you to help somebody else. You're supposed to help somebody else find their way and you're hoarding it for yourself. Shame on you. I look at all the money and the time and energy hobbies, and where would I be if I just went all in? Shout out to Lisa Nichols. She says, what if you just played full out? Worried about getting hurt, worried about if it doesn't work out. What if you just play full out? If I I divided my time less, if I divided my resources less, and what if I just invested my talent into my purpose? the talents I was given. I could take two and turn it into four. I could take five and turn it into 10. I could take a breakdown and Flip it to a breakthrough. Ooh, I could turn a problem into a solution. I could flip an addiction into an advantage and help others out of their darkness. I could flip an obstacle into an opportunity. Mm, Oh, let's talk about it. I could flip my mess and turn it into my message. I could flip my bitter and make it better. I could use my test and make it my testimony. I could take my no way and turn it into my one day. I could take my trauma and flip it into my triumph. Come on, you have to be invested in your habits. Invested in your purpose or what is the purpose? No more half doing it. No more kind of, I'm kind of, sort of, I'm almost, I'm kind of trying to, I'm almost, sort of, no, so no more living on accident. Live for purpose, right? Don't bury your talents, your time, and your opportunities that you were given. Don't you see how talented you are? And I challenge you this week. Stop dividing your talents and your attention and your resources and invest completely, fully into your purpose. Because when you do, even that little voice that's in your head, eventually it will say, I'm proud of you. Hey, thanks for tuning in to 10 Years War. Friends, I hope that message inspired you for your life's assignment. Share this message with someone you're close to. It may be just what helps them make it through. This is Undefeated Speaker. I hope to hear from you soon.